Christmas is literally around the corner. Traditionally, I've stuck pretty close to the nativity story, whether that be with interviews or devotionals about Mary, the mother of Jesus. But this Christmas, the Lord has placed a different message on my heart, still having to do with a Mary, but not the mother of Jesus. A message today about God's timing being perfect as we prepare to wrap up the year and begin a new one. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a part of the Love Worth Finding Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, I was looking back the other day and realized this is my fourth December to be hosting the Faithful 31 Moms podcast at Christmas time. That seems crazy to me. Time flies by. I mean, we all know that, right? Raising kids. But I wanted to do things a little bit different this year. Since I've already covered the manger scene and done several podcasts on Mary, the mother of Jesus, But I will say really quick before we get started, uh, there is a really great episode from last Christmas about Mary's cousin, Elizabeth, and how she affirms Mary being pregnant with Jesus as she's pregnant with John the Baptist. It was a really neat one for me to study last year. So if you didn't catch that, um, I'm going to go ahead and put the link for it in the show notes so you can go back and give that a listen. But um, I just wanted to give you all that, especially if you're Christmas traveling or something like that. And also be sure and check out our last episode um, on the three wise men as well and how their gifts can teach us about the gifts that were given to our kids this Christmas. Um, Just a lot of things that I've never thought about before. I had a lot of fun studying both of those podcasts. But this Christmas, the Lord has placed a different message on my heart, like I've said still having to do with a Mary, okay, but it's not the Mary, the mother of Jesus, like you're probably thinking. This story is about Mary of Bethany. She was a friend of Jesus. You probably know her as the sister to Martha and uh, sister to Lazarus, uh, the one that, you know, wiped Jesus's feet with the perfume. But I hope that her story meets you right where you are this Christmas and in whatever season that you are in, you know, as you anticipate a new year coming. So when I read this story in John 11, uh, it's been several months ago uh, for me. It, it really, it hit me like a truck. If I'm completely honest, Um, I've heard this story so many times, uh, whether I've read it myself or heard it in a sermon and you probably have as well. But on this day, when the Lord decided to show this to me um, in a new light, I can't tell you how many moms I have personally gotten to encourage with this story, with what God showed me over the last couple of months. So today I want to share it with you. And I know things are crazy right now. I know that Christmas is just a couple of days away. You may be traveling to see family right now. While you're listening, you may be grocery shopping, you may be wrapping gifts, 
um, cooking, dinner, whatever you're doing right now, mom, in this moment, I really want you to lean in and, and listen for a couple of minutes. I feel as though this word is really heavy on my heart to share with you specifically today. And I wasn't planning on sharing this for one of my the Christmas podcasts, but this is what the Lord has given me to share with you today. So the story in John chapter 11 is Lazarus, basically, to set it up. He's very sick. He is going to die. Um, and Mary and Martha. Uh, are his sisters, and they send word to Jesus to come to Lazarus because the one that you love is sick is the way that they say it in, in verse three, confirming that, you know, Lazarus, he wasn't just a stranger needing healing. Um, he was one of Jesus's closest friends. They were buddies. Uh, John eleven five says, Jesus loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Yet when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And when I read that, I thought, well, that's weird. You know, why would you wait to go see one of your best friends if you knew that they were dying and that you could heal them since, you know, we are talking about Jesus here. Uh, Why did he wait to go see his friends that needed him, it says that he loved them. It's not like, you know, they had text messaging or email back then or or cars or planes to get this word to Jesus. So for Jesus to wait two days when it had probably already taken an entire day just to get the word to him, it, it seems strange, right? Um, but just before this in verse four, When Jesus heard the news, he said this, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory that God's son may be glorified through it. So only Jesus knew that he needed to stay where he was and wait for those two days. As odd as that seems to to you and to me, and it probably seemed odd to the Mary of Bethany as well. You know, I'd be running as quick as I could to get to one of my family members or my close friends if they were in this situation. And I'm sure you would too. And, and, and I'm not Jesus. I know I couldn't heal them. I just want to, you know, help however I could or, or be able to be by their side. But this is Jesus we're talking about. So the question that I asked myself and that you're probably asking right now too, is why, you know, why did Jesus wait two extra days to go to Lazarus, Mary and Martha? And I've thought, up and thought and thought about this question a lot. And all I know for sure is, you know, Jesus is Emmanuel. We hear that a lot at Christmas time. He was fully God and fully human at the same time. He's God with us on this earth. Jesus is Emmanuel. That's what that means. And this is Jesus with a life, with real friends. You know, he was fully God and fully human. So with his humanity here, he was friends with Lazarus and Mary and Martha, but he was also still fully God. That's hard to understand. But he knew exactly what he was doing when he waited, which is exactly what God the Father told him to do. Even though that might seem weird to you and me, um, and I'm sure it did to Mary and Martha as well, 
we see that it did actually, because later, if you move on to uh, verses 21 and then verse 32, still in chapter 11, Mary and Martha both separately say to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. They each say that to him separately, because think about the timing. Okay, let's let's think about this. There is a full day that it took to get word to Jesus. Then there are two days that he waited intentionally. And then there was probably another whole day of traveling with his disciples to get there because, I mean, they had to walk. You know, there wasn't like any other way to to go. (laughs) And total, that's four days. So when we come to verse 17 in John chapter 11, it says Jesus arrived four days after Lazarus had died. That all adds up, right? There, at this point, are likely tons of people there to visit Mary and Martha, you know, in their time of loss, just like there would be today for a funeral or, you know, going by to pay your respects to the family. And this is when we see the humanity of Jesus in, you know, our favorite verse for everyone to memorize when we're a child because it's so short. <laughs> Jesus wept, right? <laughs> That's where that verse is found. Two two words. Uh, but then the Bible says that Jesus goes to Mary of Bethany and asks to see Lazarus. And he actually cries alongside her, really showing us that, you know, Jesus was hurting because the people that he loved were hurting. I mean, Jesus already knew what was to come. He knew that Lazarus would be raised from the dead. You know, he knew that being fully God, that the Lord was going to get the glory for this and that this was God's plan. He wasn't crying because of that, because of Lazarus being dead. He was crying because Mary was hurting, because Martha was hurting, because the people were hurting and grieving Lazarus. And so he was sad along with them. But then in verse 43, Jesus calls Lazarus out of his grave and he tells Mary and Martha, did I not tell you that if you believed that you would see the glory of God? This was the same thing that he said to the disciples, basically, back when he heard about Lazarus being sick and waiting because God was going to get the most glory from him waiting. He knew then what he knew now when he raised Lazarus from the dead, that this was going to happen, that this was the thing that would bring God the most glory was to wait first so that this would happen so that Lazarus would be dead and he would have to bring him back to life because there were so many people around um, visiting the family, visiting Mary and Martha at this time that witnessed him bringing Lazarus back to life and would go on to believe in Jesus and, and what he had come to do. And so that was how God got the most glory because they got to see God work through Jesus and that was what was going to bring him the most glory. So when I thought about this story and I thought about it and I thought about it some more, uh, really since the summer, if I'm honest, I've come to this one conclusion and I want to share it with you today. Wherever you are in your life right now, whether you're in a season of waiting and praying for what's next, maybe you're in need of a rescue from God um, for healing in your family or for a rescue from a physical sickness, or maybe you're searching for purpose um, 
in your next and motherhood, you know, because every season changes as our kids grow older, whatever it may be. I know we're all focused in on the fun and the busyness of Christmas right now, but I feel strongly that I would be naive to think that every mom listening right now, you all have something unique, something big that's going on in your life that you're praying about, that you're asking for, um, answers that you're that you're seeking. You're telling God, okay, here's my options, A, B, or C, Lord, could you just pick one? <laughs> that would be great. Or, okay, God, here's my planner. So if you could just fix this or give me an answer right here around this date, that would be great. You know, we like to do that, right? We like to try to stay in control and and do that a lot of times when we're in waiting and we're praying or we're asking God for something. And I, I know that we all wish that it worked like that, right? But the biggest thing that I've learned from this story is Jesus is always there for us when we need him. Just like he was there for Mary and Martha at the right time to cry with them. He cries with us. He waits with us. But remember this, Jesus is not on our timetable. He will do whatever he does or make us wait however long we need to wait to bring God the most glory. Knowing our patience is going to be tested, that we're going to question him at times. Where is Jesus right now? I need him to show up. I need an answer. I need him to help my family, right? We've all said those things. But something that I'm learning through this story is Jesus is always on top of it. He is always listening his timing is perfect. And whatever journey you're on right now, mom, he has you on it for a reason to ultimately bring God the most glory, which if we could see the future like Jesus can, we would choose that every time, right? We would choose what God's plan is every time to bring him the most glory, but we can't, we can't see that, but Jesus can. So we can rest in that and trust in that. So as a new year is approaching, my challenge to you and to myself is walk confidently into this year, knowing that Jesus has got this. Whatever's going on, whatever you're praying for, whatever you're seeking, he hears you. He is crying alongside you or grieving alongside you. He is growing your patience. He is rejoicing with you. If you're rejoicing, he is always there. And if you're waiting for answers, he will answer you, but he will do it in the timing that will bring God the most glory. So just stay faithful and stay consistent and grow that patience because God has got this. And remember, our kids, they're watching us. So if they see you diligent in prayer, seeking the Lord for answers, if they see you waiting patiently, if they see you seeking out God through his word, they're going to notice. They're going to hear it in your prayers. And this is a way that you can show them Jesus. So be faithful in that, mom. That is my challenge for you as we wrap up this year and we begin a new one. I hope you've been challenged. I hope you've been encouraged. This is something that the Lord's been working on me for months now, like I shared. And I hope that it will also do a good work in you as we start a new year. I hope that your family has a Merry Christmas 
and that you get lots of good gifts, but mostly this would be the best gift of all to learn the peace that comes with trusting God's timing. So thanks so much for listening. I want you to share this episode with a friend if someone's come to your mind that could use this word of encouragement. And if you've been blessed by this Lover Funny ministry and you'd like to give, there'll be a link for that in the show notes. And remember to keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus. 